Talk with Easy Podcast, where we focus on building, connecting, and networking. Today, I got a special guest in here with me. It's Get Fury. You, you, you. What's, What's going on? I'm going doing well, man. How you doing? I'm good. How you feeling? Hey, man, I'm doing great, man. It's New Year. Mm-hmm. It's not New Year, New Me, but we, you know, we progressive for sure. Okay. Now, Skip Fury. That's that's not an average name. Where that come from? <laughs> um. I, I've been doing music since I was like 14, mm-hmm. 15. Um, to be honest with you, I can't tell you where the skit came from. Mm-hmm. Maybe thinking like schizophrenic, different personalities, different lanes and things like that. But I just started mm-hmm. off DJing. <clears throat> so it started off with DJ skit. And then eventually as the years went off, the DJ fell off. I was mm-hmm. more uh, just producing and being an artist. But then more recently, probably like six years. I, I can't really remember, but... Um, I went to the movies to go see The Avengers, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting in the movie theater. I've never been big on comics and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but I'm sitting in the movies, and I see Nick Fury, and then okay. it's like, you know, Nick Fury's the mastermind. He don't, you know, he don't get his hands too dirty. You know what I'm saying, but he's the mastermind behind it. He's behind, you know, the boards and everything, right. just like guys. So I just put that together, Skip Fury. Okay, okay, I feel that. I feel that now. Producer, engineer, and an artist. Yeah. Correct. Right. Um. How was the music game like coming up? First, like where you from? Let's touch on where you from. Uh, I mean, originally I'm from I'm, originally I'm from the Bronx. Okay. Yeah, but um, but Richmond's home. I've been here since um, since like seventh grade. Okay. You so know, like yeah. So like just like family move and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Like everyone pretty much um, migrated on down south. Down Pops south. is in North Carolina. Most of my family's here in Richmond. Mm-hmm. So this is where I've been for the longest. Okay. Okay. Um, how deep were you into the music coming up? Um, <clears throat> I feel like I've, I've always been one that I wanted to always entertain. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, from I, the, the earliest thing I can remember is performing. You know, I, I remember when I was little, I always wanted to be Michael Jackson. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? My pops had a hat. You know, he would have me and my brother get up and perform. You know, I'm throwing his expensive hat all over the house and oh, stuff man. like that. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? But it was always that. And... um as I got older and then I moved here, mm-hmm. my pops got me into DJing. Okay. And then, so, but that was like with the the turntables with the record. That was like before the cusp, before like the digital age and stuff uh-huh. like that. So I yeah. had to learn how to record on cassette tapes, reel-to-reels mm-hmm. and stuff like that just to be creative and think. I even uh, in high school, you know what I'm saying? Like having a microphone from the ceiling, recording to a tape deck. For sure. And then converting the tapes into CDs mm-hmm. so I can pass them out and stuff like that. So I've been doing doing it for quite some time. Okay. Now, dealing with the records, did that kind of, want, uh, I guess, like reel you into doing the producing? Or do you feel like... like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, part of it, again, like I said, it was a heavy focus in DJing, mm-hmm. but... Come high school, you know what I'm saying? Now we start rapping and stuff right, like that. Right, And I'm the only one in the crew with some kind of tech savviness to me. So mm-hmm. that's on the iCore. I need to get a computer because we can't keep using these tapes and right. everything. You know what right. I'm saying? So I got to get a computer and I got to learn how to, you know, start off with Cakewalk and then Sonar. And I got to figure out, oh, All man, drives, FL yeah. Studio, you know. Then eventually went to Pro Tools, mm-hmm. you know. And it just, as the years, it was just like a... A learning experience. I never went to school for it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it was just a constant learning experience since I was like 14, 15. Okay, okay. Um, at what point did you start laying records yourself, like vocally? Shoot, around around the same time, I would say. De- definitely um, high school, like mm-hmm. sophomore, junior year. Right, now, okay. Um, was when I really started to 
try to like assemble a crew and mm-hmm. I'm rapping and I'm producing for them and you know I'm 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 the main engineer and everything like that and then of course and then once high school ended I went to Virginia mm-hmm. State okay, so okay. so you know moved from Richmond to Petersburg and I pretty much carried that with me and it slowly but surely became I'm that person on campus that people go to to record okay okay yeah. now what point did Hitsville come in Hitsville um Hitsville is a product um that came up recently. Like I said, I've been doing it since I was 15, so I've had mm-hmm. many groups and many people that believe right. in what I do and okay. stuff like that. Um, this one is the most official one mm-hmm. that's coming to fruition. The um, the idea of Hisville came from, like I said, I always wanted to be Michael. You know, okay. so thinking about Motown and you think about Hitsville, USA, mm-hmm. and um, there was a documentary with. Um, a documentary on Hisville where they talked about pretty much the model of it was pretty much made after the Ford company. Mm, where it's okay. pretty much an assembly line. So you, you get with artists and you work with them and by the time they're done, you're not a star, but you know how you know how things should work. You know how the studio works. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know what your what your sound is. You know what your, your sound should be. You know right. what you should sound like. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I'm in the studio, I'm very empathetic to people and you know it's like a service industry kind of um so Hisville has been a product of that and like i said that's been like the past uh five years we've been we've been running the studio okay okay cool man uh now um who inspires you like who inspires skit whether it's i mean it could be personal it could be mm-hmm. in the music industry producer artist yeah um i mean if, as far as like uh my first influence from like when it comes to creating music mm-hmm. was Kanye hindsight okay. was was okay. Kanye and I kind of can um resonate with it because even still now I know I'm I know I'm great at what I do mm-hmm. you know um but I st- but I can understand the difficulties he had where it's like you want to be an artist but everyone looks at you like a a producer and that's okay. only because people look at you from what they can get from you. They can't get anything out of you being an artist. But if you got them good beats, you know how to work the boards like I do, <clears throat> mm-hmm. that's what they're going to gravitate, you know what I'm saying, to more. So I looked up to Kanye um, in that aspect for producing. And hindsight, when I look back on those beats, I'm like, I can remake those beats. Those beats weren't even that fire back then. You know what I'm saying? Okay, but okay. That, was the starting, uh, that was the starting inspiration that I got. Um, as far as now, to be honest with you, um, inspiration. Inspirational wise, I just look from within, to be honest, mm-hmm. um, because a lot of music is kind of uh, watered down. It's real different, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm a, I'm hard to impress mm-hmm. sometimes. Okay. okay, you know what I'm saying. So when I look for that, I know what I like when I hear it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I know what I like when I gravitate to it. But as far as inspiration, I look from I look from within, and then I'm always trying to look at what the what a problem is and trying to solve it. Okay. So that's where that comes from. Okay. Now, being a part of, you know, the base part of what comes from a record, you know, you produce, you do the engineering. Um, what are some things you feel it takes to make a great record? Um, to make a great record, to be honest, it really just takes, you have to know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, music is really transparent. Sometimes people can pick up when you don't know what you're talking about. Right. That's like that's why a lot of stuff when it comes like to like the street shit mm-hmm. and talking and stuff like that. 
the streets resonate with it because they've been there and they understand. Mm. You can say something in a detail that is not even a punchline or anything like that, but they know, damn, mm. that's what he's talking about. And I, and I know what, he, I know what he's talking about. Mm. But that's what music all the way across. You know, you can be going through a heartbreak and you can hear, matter of mm. fact, you can be dealing with a chick right from January. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Hear a song and then y'all go through something in June. By August, you understand the song completely different it's because that artist knew what they were talking they about, were talking so now about. you resonate with it. Okay, and that's okay. all people really want when they listen to music is just to be able to relate to something. Okay, okay. Now, to deliver that that record, you know, you have to have a precise artist. What are some things that you feel makes a great artist? Um, <laughs> a, What makes a great artist, especially me being an engineer, I look at mm-hmm. what I need because I can take... I could take a lot of things and make it great. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's if it's not good at all, I can make it sound really, really good. Um, but the la the, the least the least of what I need is just mm-hmm. a little bit of confidence. If I if you have a little bit of confidence, I can take that and I can skyrocket it. No mm-hmm. no question about it. Okay. I, I um I recently um <laughs> I recently did a uh wrote a song for a young lady actually and it was her first time in the studio. She had never written anything it was actually a gift to her for Christmas to get into okay. the studio. She always wanted to get into the studio. Mm-hmm. And um, when she pulled up, I thought she was at least going to have a beat. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to have something. And mm-hmm. she didn't have anything at all, you know. But okay. who booked the studio, he's real close to me. So I'm like, all right, you can't leave with nothing at all. Right. Um, but the only thing she did have was confidence. Confidence. That's that it. confidence, I feel like, could take you a long way. It can like, take you a long yeah, way. Yeah, definitely. Um, what's your goal... With the music, you know, like, what's your vision, like, five years down the line? Um, Five years down the line, when I look at the Richmond scene, mm-hmm. it's, um, there's no real sound. Mm-hmm. You know, Richmond, um, even when you're here in Richmond, there's people from all over the place. You know what I'm saying? So that's a, so that's a good thing, which is why I feel like sometimes Richmond can't really uh, stick to one sound because everyone's from... Everyone's from everywhere. Everyone has different influences, not only with artists, but with the audience as well. Mm-hmm. You know, um, what I would like to do within the next five years is for us to be able to look into the music industry and be like, oh, yeah, he's from Richmond. He's from Richmond. You know, but I have a hand in helping that artist understand what their sound actually is. It's not a new drill type of sound. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not a new Cali type of sound. It's not a new Detroit type of sound. No, it's something that came from Richmond, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what we're rocking with. And that's what we all relate to. And that's what we all gravitate to. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to see within the next five years, his is going to put out and help influential artists in the city. That's respect, bro. Yeah, definitely, man. I feel like we need, a lot more people like that out here, you know, just to set that tone um, and to have a path for, for the area because you don't want everything to sound the same. Exactly. And to be honest, it's like um, <clears throat> if we're able to come up with a sound and gravitate to it. And again, mm-hmm. it's not like every artist from Richmond is going to have the same sound. Right, you know, like right. North Carolina, you got Cole and who else you got? The baby. They sound completely different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? However, it's a level of. It's a level of entry where people mm-hmm. have to be to be great artists. You know, a lot of times I feel like people look at technology and how easy it is, and they look at the lowest point of entry and like, oh, yeah, that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And some, sometimes great artists, that's kind of like a slap in the face to you. You know, if you really hone into your craft and someone thinks that they can just come and just do what you do, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, for nothing, right. it's like a slap in the face. You know what I'm saying? So. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I always tell people, and then again, when these artists come to see me, I, I keep it on honey with them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you if you get into the booth and you feel like you want, oh, I want to punch in, I want to freestyle. I tell you, hey, bro, go ahead and write. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I can tell you don't write. I can mm-hmm. tell you've never been through the writing process to be able to punch in and freestyle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Again, that's that low level of entry, thinking, oh, I can just do this instead of being great. Right. Yeah. You know, and I think I think innately we all want to be great. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So again, it's like if you're not in this to be great, what are you? What are you really doing? Exactly. Here? Exactly. Um, what? Some of the biggest things you learned, whether it was an artist or, the, you know, the artist perspective, the engineer or the producer. Like, what are some of the things that stuck to you that you've learned through the years that you can actually say every day when you wake up to go to the studio? Like, I need to do this, this and this. <clears throat> um, anytime as an artist, you got to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, some people can get into the booth and just get inspired and go at it. But for mm-hmm. the large majority, we all got to be prepared. So whether I'm an artist, me, I have my own studio, but I'm not getting in freestyling because I know mm-hmm. that's not my strong point. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I'll be prepared for that. When it comes to producing, I'm prepared for that as well. Somebody says they want to beat. There's questions you got to ask. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's all about being prepared just so things can go smoothly. People are coming to you. To pay for a service, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You want to make sure everything goes goes smoothly. So whether it's being an artist, uh, engineer, producer, even, you know, coming here and speaking with you, it's all about being prepared, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you don't ever want to get get caught out there. And, right, it can, right. and of course, those can be um, learning lessons, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But you always, want to, you always want to be prepared. And that's why I'm saying to all the artists, you know, like I said, that come in and want to freestyle and stuff like that, I tell them, hey, bro, be prepared because you want to, you'll book three hours do three mm-hmm. songs, but even if you just took one song and booked two hours, you'll be way happier with that one song, one song because you're yeah. prepared. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we can really do something with that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? No, I can agree with that, especially being an artist that that does both um, punching and writing. Yeah, I feel like most of the time I'm more successful with the written work because I get more done. Mm-hmm. You know, in that time frame. So I definitely agree yeah. with you with that. Um, if a label was to come to you, um, you know, and wanted to make a bigger Situation out of what you got going on, like what do you feel? Some things they need to bring to the table. Um, <clears throat> I don't want to say the most generic thing and say it's all about the terms and if it you know make it make sense. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest things is you know we we have to be able to do what we do creatively, right? You know, um, I don't want to be tied into X amount of dollars for X amount long because the thing about these big companies they don't have that creative know how to do things. You know, mm-hmm. they just look at what works and that's what they want to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What we're doing in 2023, we may not be doing in 2025. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As long as we can keep, um, as long as we can keep expanding and doing what we do and as, and as long as you can just be the appendix to Hisville, mm-hmm. you know, that's cool, you know, that's but cool. um, I would never submerge uh, Hisville into a larger conglomerate to just disappear mm-hmm. and just work for uh work work against what what we what we're trying to do. What trying to do. I respect that. Um now what's the latest single? Uh is it the Ten Freaks? Right? <laughs> oh yeah, Ten Freaky Girls. Ten Fre- yeah, Ten Freaky Girls. Uh break yeah. that down, man. Like what was the what was the vibe with that? Cuz I know I didn't Lord, I mean, I don't listen to it so many times, <laughs> you know, but like what was the feeling for you making that record? Um and again, 
just being inspired from a lot of, I mean, inspired from, but I'm inspired from a whole lot of places um, because I love to sample. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's like the core of hip hop. I love, I love sample. I'll hear a song I listen to a hundred times tomorrow, listen to it, and I'm like, damn, that's a good sample. I never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also love Memphis music. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm a big 3 6 Mafia fan. Like, okay. big 3 6 Mafia fan. So a lot of the beats that I'll make will um, be inspired from that. <clears throat> So and there's a new there's an artist and she dropped um she dropped a song called Freaky T. I think his name is Tia Corinne, I believe. Okay. Yeah, and oh, she dropped a song. Yeah, yeah she yeah, she dropped a song called Freaky T. Yeah. And as soon as the beat came on, I'm like, damn. Okay, now nah, I need to I need to touch this. Touch. So um but of course the song's new and it's not like how it used to be. You remember mm. you used to be able to order instrumentals. Like every song that came out had an instrumental. Mm-hmm. It's not like that so much. So but the um the good thing with technology is I can go ahead and just strip the beat and just remake it. Mm. So I, um, me and my co-producer, um, Deuce, we went ahead and we sh- pretty much loaded the beat up and mm. stripped it all the way down to the sample and just remade the beat. Um, but as I'm writing, I don't even want to take the... Um, I like the freaky T thing, like the freaky... I don't know. I, I just like that. So I was like, how can I kind of like play off of that? And um, one of my favorite movies is 8 Mile. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? So I just took the 10 freaky girls inside the 10 ticky mm-hmm. and then chopped that up and put it in there. Um, and that was just the whole uh, whole idea for the song. It wasn't anything deep conceptually. I just wanted to talk shit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Have fun on the beat. Mm-hmm. And like I said, also get creative because who doesn't know that right. 10 freaky girls inside yeah, the 10 exactly. exactly. Yeah, nah, man, I want to give you props on that song <laughs> um, because that joint was like a, a ride through. Like it... It's different, you know. Um, it's not like the average trap, you know, yeah, the same yeah. beat, you know. Um, so definitely salute you on that. Um, and and before we go, you know, I want to thank you for coming through rocking with me and uh, wish you the best with everything, man. Like definitely I said, you're a talented it. individual. I can see that. I can hear that, you know. Um, and before we go, you know, let the people know uh, where they can find you on social media. Yeah, most definitely. Um, anywhere. I'm mostly on Instagram, <clears throat> even on TikTok, because you're getting. I'm trying. I'm trying to really be way more present mm-hmm. um, with content this year. We have so many tools. We got to get to it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So you can find me, uh, skate underscore fury, on any platform. Um, make sure you also follow on Spotify, Apple Music as well too, because uh, I'm not the type of artist to uh, make big projects and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'm dropping all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it'll always be singles here, singles here, singles here, and then small uh, projects, maybe collaborative efforts with people. Um, but then also make sure you follow Hitsville. That's Hitsville with a Z, H-I-T-Z-V-I-L-L-E, mm-hmm. um, underscore R-V-A, um, because we have a collective of artists that we do work with here in Richmond. Um, and slowly but surely, man, I'm <laughs> people are coming to Hitsville. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I have people that come from many other studios all over the place and they come to Hitsville and they feel at home. So the branch is definitely expanding um, and we're making a lot more influence in Richmond. Okay, okay. Yeah, you know, I'm glad you brought that to the light because I didn't, you know, personally know what Hitsville was. Mm-hmm. I was put on to you from my family, yeah, from my cousin Jay. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that to the table. Now I know it's somewhere I can go in the area. Oh, yeah. most you know? yeah. I'm telling you, I'm all, I'm all about um, making the artist comfortable. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you're comfortable, you can be uh you can be your best self when you perform. Mm-hmm. You know, um 
Yeah, I just want to make it home for, for, for anybody who steps through the door. Definitely, man, definitely. Yeah. Skit, once again, thank you, man. Until next time. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, brother, man. Already. Yes, sir.